Amen. All right, let's take our Bibles tonight. Uh, we're going to be in the book of Proverbs. I'm going to have you turn to three different places for our text. Uh, we are continuing uh, our uh, Bible study or our messages on Sunday night talking about the tongue. Uh, the tongue. Now, of course, uh, uh, last uh, time, uh, not last week, we had Brother Judah in, but the week before, uh, I gave you what was called the Ten Laws of Excellent Speech. Uh, different laws that the Bible gives us when it comes to the things we should say and the things we should not say. And when I'm done with this Bible study, I'm going to take those Ten Laws of Excellent Speech, I'm going to type them up for you, I'm going to laminate them, and I'm going to give you a, a, a paper that you can keep in your Bible and review those. Because I don't know about you, but usually when I get in trouble, is this thing right here. Amen. And so we need to learn these Bible principles that will help us. And so uh, Proverbs chapter 18, I uh, want to uh, just to share with you a quick thought tonight uh, on, on uh, another aspect of our words. Uh, Proverbs chapter 18, if you find your place, stand with me together. And we're going to look at just a couple places here. Uh, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Notice what the Bible says here. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Man, what a statement. Amen. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. They go to Proverbs chapter 21. Proverbs chapter 21, and let's look at verse 23. Uh, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 23, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Now, I'm going to say this, folks. Sometimes that when you when you read a proverb, uh, you know, you got to think about it. you got to kind of meditate upon it. You don't have to meditate upon that. Amen? Notice again what it says. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. And all the church said, Amen. Amen. What a truth there, right? And then uh, let's look at one more. Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. Notice what he says here. He says, um, uh, Proverbs, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Proverbs, uh, I told Proverbs chapter 11, Proverbs chapter 16. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16, uh, verse 24. Notice what he says here. Pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Let's pray. Lord, we love you tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, preach your word. I pray you'd speak to us through it, Lord. And uh, thank you for the principles you give us, Lord, about uh, how to uh, uh, guard our mouth and the things we say, the things we don't say. And I pray that we take these things to heart, apply them to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Three very powerful uh, proverbs there uh, that, again, is talking about the power of our words, the power of our words. Now, for the most part, we've been talking about, uh, uh, through this, through these messages, things that we say that come out of our mouth. But we are living in a generation uh, where uh, what we say is not the only way we communicate, all right? And, in fact, I think it's pretty interesting uh, that the Bible talks about, uh, uh, this, this says this exact uh, phrase, evil communication corrupt good manners evil communication. Now, we're living in a world of communications. And it's not just from what we say anymore. That's the way it used to be, but not anymore, right? Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of ways we communicate uh, today are by the means of technology. I mean, did you ever think there was a day where you could pull out a, basically a mini computer that we all carry a lot around with us and be able to uh, uh, type words that doesn't even have a keypad on it, all right, like a typewriter would? 
wood or keyboard wood and just be able to type things and send them out and communicate the way we communicate. I mean, I, I listen, folks, uh, uh, technology is what it is, all right? It's like money, all right? It's one of those things that it's not necessarily wrong unless it's used for wrong, okay? And a lot of it is used for wrong, but it also can be used for right. It's all a matter of how you use it, all right? And uh, truth be told, the way we communicate a lot of uh, things are a lot in our day and age is by different things that we are putting out with our fingers on screens, all right? We call it texting, all right? Texting, right? Now, I mean, let, 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 me, let me see. How many of you, uh, and so, some folks are going to raise their hand because you've already told me this, how many of you do not text at all? Raise your hand. All right, that is two, three people in a room of about 65 to 70. So most of us communicate through texting, okay? So all that to say, here's what we're going to talk about tonight, the power of the thumb, all right? (laughs) The power of the thumb. Now, I had to think about that for a minute because, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, the, the thumb, you know, do I really? Yeah, I do text with my thumbs. That's what we all text with, right? And so I'm going to take that word thumb, use it as an acronym, and give us some things that will help us when it comes to our communication. Amen? And again, folks, these are all things we need to uh, hear and we need to be reminded of, all right? So let me just give you these, these few simple things, and then uh, we'll head out to the fellowship. All right, here we go. Uh, first, uh, first letter is the letter T, and here's what we need to be asking ourselves is this. Are these words tell? Tailbearing, tailbearing, all right? We're in Proverbs. We're going to be in Proverbs most tonight. Flip over to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. I may not have you turn to all the Scripture, but I do want you to see these things because it's very important that we lay eyes on them here. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8. Notice what the Bible says. The words of a tailbearer. Man, there's that word. Tailbearer are his wounds. And they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. You don't have to turn there. Let me read another verse. Proverbs eleven thirteen. A tailbearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Now, folks, listen to me. All right. Tailbearing uh, is one of those things where we are going about. Here, here, here's the, here's the uh, up-to-date uh, uh, word for tailbearing, gossip. Okay, that's what it is. Amen. And by the way, you go back and look at some of the things God considers an abomination. Guess what's on the list? Tailbearing. Amen. Tailbearing. And folks, let me just say this. We should not use our words or our thumbs, all right, to spread gossip about others. Amen. Amen. Now listen to me. Uh, uh, There's something about human nature that likes dirt. And I don't mean the stuff that's out on the ground, okay? Although kids do like that, right? No, I'm talking about when it comes about dirt on other people. Something about your flesh likes that, all right? And let's not act like it doesn't, okay? Because all of us, there's something about when we hear something, your first reactions want to be to, you know, text or call or say something about somebody else, amen? And we know that's true because if it wasn't true, God wouldn't put so many principles in the Word of God about it, amen? And so let me just say this, it's so important that we ask ourselves, is what we're about to say, is it tail-bearing? Is what we're going to say, damage, uh, is it going to damage someone's reputation? Is it going to be someone that's going to hurt somebody? By the way, folks, the golden rule is still golden, amen? We ought to trade places with the person we're about to say that about for a minute, and would you want someone spreading hurtful things about you? All right, and listen. If that's the case, if that's a, uh, if that's not what we would want, we shouldn't do about others. Amen. Amen. So, T uh, are these words tail bearing? All right. Here's the next letter. H. 
H, alright? Here it is. Are these words humble? Humble. There's not one of us that couldn't use a good dose of humility. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Every single human being deals with pride. And if you say you don't deal with pride, then that's a proud statement. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, folks, we all deal with it. Amen? Again, the Bible talks a lot about it. Now, I'm not saying we can't, through the help of the Spirit of God, crucify pride. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, it takes the help of the Spirit of God to do it. Amen? And a lot of times where pride comes out is this thing right here or these things right here. Amen? Notice what the Bible says, Proverbs 11, verse 12, uh, verse 2. When pride cometh, all right? Not if, when. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Pride goeth before destruction, and in haughty spirit before a fall. And you know what, truth be told, folks, a lot of things that is part of daily communication can be listed under the heading of pride. Amen? Under the heading of pride. And listen to me, folks. Don't Let's not be the type of people that's always going around, you know, double-jointed, patting herself on the back all the time, all right? Now listen, the Bible says, if you're going to be praised, let another man praise you, not your own lips. Okay? Listen, let's not happen to always be the center of attention. Alright? Let's not always have to, you know, feel like we've got to insert ourselves and, and make stuff about us. Okay? There's a lot of people, folks, that just thrive on drama. Let me just say this. I ain't got time for drama. I ain't got time for it in my life. Okay? And I don't have time for it when I'm trying to help other people in their lives. Now, unfortunately, you got to deal with it, okay? But let me tell you what we ought to be all getting to. We ought to be growing spiritually in the case where we're not always involved in drama. Amen. Because let me tell you something. People that are involved in drama, you know what they have a problem with? Pride. Because they think life's all about them. They think, well, you know, if they're not constantly stirring the pot or making things about them, then they're not happy. Let me tell you, folks, that's not how God wants for us to live. Amen. So T, are these words tail-bearing? H, are these words humble? U, are you ready for this? This is good. You ready? Are these words unkind? I'm parking here for a minute. Amen. Proverbs 15, 26. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. Proverbs 12.25 Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Man, I'm going to tell you something. This idea, you know, the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Not biblical. Not biblical. All right? Let me tell you, words are powerful. There's been times in my life where I've been down and somebody came and gave me an encouraging word and you know what it did? It instantly lifted my spirits. Okay? And you know what? If an encouraging word will do that, think of what a discouraging word will do. Amen? We can literally tear people down by saying unkind things. Proverbs 25, verse 11. We've, I think we've already talked about this, but man, what, what a wonderful truth here. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. It's literally like a work of art. Amen? When it's spoken properly. Proverbs 12, 18. There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. See, so here's what he's saying. You're either... You're either Hurting people, tearing people, wounding people, or healing people with what you say. That's important. Amen? The word, the tongue of the wise is health. You know, I would, I would hate to think that people are worse off because they've been around me. I mean, you know what, folks? Truth be told, we all know people like this. Some people are just toxic. 
When you're around them, you are, you, you're, you're down, you're spiritually down, and, and, and truth be told, sometimes physically down after being around some people because they don't know how to use this thing properly. Instead of healing, it wounds. Amen? Proverbs 31, 26. She, talking about the, the virtuous woman, openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Let me tell you, ladies, uh, the goal, obviously, and this is not just for ladies, but we're particularly talking about the virtuous woman here. Uh, the, uh, one of the uh, ways for you to want to, you know, desire to be that virtuous woman, and I think all of you ladies probably do have that desire. Let me say this. One of the ways to make sure you are part of that is to make sure in your tongue is the law of kindness. Amen? Kindness. Let me tell you something, folks. This, this thing, uh, this phrase, all right, called cyberbullying, okay, that's become a national uh, epidemic. You know, teenagers have committed suicide because of unkind things people have sent to them on their cell phones. People have done this, okay, or this, and literally have caused people to go kill themselves. I don't think you ought to kill yourself over things, but you know what? Some people have no foundation. All they are is a product of their environment, and that kind of stuff has that kind of psychological effect on them. Amen? Let me just say this. As a Christian, we should never be involved in this type of things. Amen? In fact, we ought to be the ones standing up for and defending people who find themselves in that type of position. And let me just say this. Be, be very, very careful with what comes out of here, from here and here, is kind. Amen? Listen, if you can't say it with Jesus Christ sitting right beside you, if you can't text it if Jesus Christ was right beside you, you don't need to be doing it. Amen? Amen. Alright? So T, are these words tail-bearing? H, are these words humble? U, are these words unkind? M, are these words too many? Too many. Proverbs 10, 19. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. Proverbs 17, 27. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Proverbs 21, uh, 29, 20. Seest thou a man that is hasty in his words? There's more hope of a fool than of him. I mean, come on. You know the person, uh, you know people that always have to have the last word in, right? They always have to have the last text. They can't get the hint, you know? It's, it's constantly going and going and going. All right, listen, folks, it's a grace to know when a conversation has gone on too long enough, all right? It's a grace to know when enough is enough. We need to be respectful of other people's time. I mean, listen, folks, think about this, okay? And for too many, too many of us, all right, and I'll even throw myself in there some, to some extent, our cell phones have not become a tool, they've become a toy, Right? And it's all about, you know, uh, stimulating this and that. And, and, and I'm, I will admit, to sometimes I'm guilty of that as well. Amen? Let me just say this, folks. I promise you it's true. The Bible says it's true. That if all we're concerned about is yakking and texting and typing, some kind of sin is going to come from it. Amen? Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with fellowship. I'm not, listen, the Bible talks about exhorting one another, all right? And I'm not saying it's wrong to share one another. We're, we're all for that. The Bible's for that. But we've got to be careful just yakking to yak without purpose. Because I'm going to tell you, before long, that always turns negative. Not because I say it, because the Bible says it. Amen. So are these words too many? And then last of all, the letter B, all right, and this is a good one. Are these words borderline? All these words border, borderline. Listen to what the Bible says, Proverbs 8.8. 8. All the words of my mouth, think about this statement, all the words 
Okay? Not most. Okay? Not some. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing froward or perverse in them. Can we say that? We ought to be able to as God's people. Amen? All right? Proverbs 15, 4. A wholesome tongue. We talked about this this morning. Remember we talked about the tree of life? Here's what the Bible says. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Again, if you start studying, especially the book of Proverbs, when it comes to this thing right here, you know what you're going to find out? That this thing ought to be helping, not hurting. Okay? It ought to be helping, not hurting. Just like that tree of life we talked about this morning that was in the book of Genesis and again is in the book of Revelation and just how God uses that uh, to uh, uh, some way. The Bible talks about uh, sustaining or being part of our eternal existence. All right? That's what the Bible says. Amen? Just as that tree of life is a source of life, you know what? When we speak properly, we have a wholesome tongue. We're like that tree of life. We are literally injecting life into people. Amen? How about this? Proverbs 17, 20. He that hath a froward heart findeth no good, and he that hath a perverse tongue falleth into mischief. Proverbs 2, 16. To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger, with flattereth with her words. Amen? Now listen. There's a psychology to texting that every Christian needs to be aware of. It's a proven fact that we're more likely, think about this, we're more likely to text something to someone than we would ever say to them face-to-face. That is true. And that's why I'm not a huge fan, okay, of only communicating with people through a phone. I want to be face-to-face. Now, we use it, I mean, we all use it to some extent. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm talking about meaningful communication. Listen, if someone wants to have a counseling appointment with me, I'm not going to say, hey, call me up at this time. No, you know what I'm going to say? Meet me in my office. Okay? You know why? Because I want to see them face to face. I want to, I want to engage uh, them, uh, see what's going on, see how God's working in their life. Okay? Now, we've all been, let me tell you something we've all been guilty of. Somebody sends you a text, and because texting has no emotion, we misinterpret what they say. Did you hear what that text sounded like? Texts don't sound like anything. Oh, I could tell by the the tone of their text, what they meant. No, you can't. Okay? I mean, it's so ridiculous what human nature does. So that being said, amen, we need to be aware. We need to be careful not to cross lines of appropriateness when we communicate even with our texting and typing and all that stuff. Amen? All right, now listen, folks. This is good practical help for all of us. Amen. Okay? All right? And by the way, let me just say this. I like throwing this in from time to time. Parents, if you think that your kid needs a cell phone, all right? And again, that's between you and your, and your kids, all right? I, I'm not the head of your home, just like you're not the head of my home, okay? I think it's silly that teenagers uh, not driving or, or even maybe are driving, that there's no type of accountability on a cell phone. That's ridiculous. Your teenagers, my teenagers don't need access to the Internet on their cell phone without some type of check and balances. We are crazy if, you, if we allow that to happen. I'm just telling you, as a parent, okay? Because there are horror stories out there. Oh, that would never happen to my kid. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Please tell me you're not that naive. Remember what I told you about if you go to this church, you've got a target on your back? 
Okay? You go to a good Bible preaching church where you're growing and God's working in your life and God's working in your kid's life and they got a target on their back. What area do you think the devil's probably going to target and go after and try to get a foot in the door in? If you don't think he's going to use technology, then you know what? You need to get your head out of the sand. Amen? And I mean that in a kind, loving way. But as parents, it's our jobs. By the way, daddies, our jobs as a head of our home to set the tone in this. Okay? If I, if I, I mean, my, my, my older kids that drive, they got cell phones. But you know what? They're also monitored. Okay? All right? Uh, 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 when, um, when, when, when Elias got old enough to get his phone, all right, started driving, my wife and I talked about it. And here's what we said. You, you, can, you can have the cell phone, but we're shutting down the Internet on it. Any app you have, I approve it. And I put a code in to get it on your phone. Okay? And you know what? He was thankful for that. Okay? And I'm just saying, folks, you've got to safeguard this stuff because I'm going to tell you, the devil will use technology. I- I've seen good Christian homes blown apart because of technology. Okay? It's what the devil uses. By the way, think about this for a minute, all right? I'm, I'm on this. I'm going to ride this horse for just a minute, then we're going to pray and be gone, all right? Okay? Think about what the Bible says about the devil. He's the prince and power of the what? The air. What floats through the air? Okay? These things right now, are working, okay? What's making them work right now? Things we can't see. Airwaves, cellular waves, internet waves, all this stuff that's invisible to the human eye flows through the air and makes this stuff work. Okay? And let me tell you, he's the prince and power of that. You think that's a coincidence the Bible calls him that? No way. God looked down through the, the annals of time and saw where technology would go and put things, some things in the Bible that may not have made a whole lot of sense back then, but sure do make sense to us today. Okay? I'm just telling you, folks, listen. And I'm not just saying this for, for young people. I'm saying this for all of us. We've got to make sure we have accountability in these areas so that we don't let something bad happen. Amen? I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to preachers before. Listen, this guy right here is not exempt from this stuff. Okay? None of us out here are exempt from this stuff. So let's just take these things to heart, amen? And, let, and, and maybe you'd never thought about that before, okay? As far as your words translate into these, but they do. There's probably not one of us today that didn't send, probably send a text yet today. I know I've sent some this morning already, you know, uh, communicating with people. We all do, okay? So let's keep these things in mind, all right? T, are these words tail-bearing? H, are these words humble? U, are these words unkind? M, are these words too many? B, are these words borderline? Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And yes, because of technology, guess what? Death and life is also in the power of the thumb. Right? So let's use it properly. Let's use it right. Let's pray. Lord, we